0: Support for WXAV is being provided by Bookies, an independent bookstore located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago. Bookies has large inventory of new and used books for both adults and children across many genres. Bookies places orders daily for books not currently in stock. For more information and upcoming events, please visit their website at bookiesbookstores.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Support for WXAV 88.3 FM is being provided by Mozart Immersive, The Soul of a Genius. With music conducted by Mikhail Barishnikov. this premier production uses AI technology woven around Mozart's music to create an immersive journey. Taking place at the Lighthouse Arts space in Chicago. For more information, please visit MozartImmersive.com. That's MozartImmersive.com.
1: This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3
0: FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best
1: podcasts to you.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to NHL Talk Part 2. Today, we'll be talking about the results of the NHL draft. We'll be talking comparison to our mock draft that we drew up. And we will talk about today's Part 2 of the NHL draft and then talk about any other news that has happened in the league. I am Connor Morel, along with
1: Patrick Cummings, Henry
0: Hogan. And uh, let's get right into the NHL results compared to our mock draft. And as everyone expected, the Chicago Blackhawks took Connor Bedard first overall. I'm extremely happy about this. I know you guys are extremely happy about this. This is great news for the Chicago team. Um, it's going to be a very exciting next few years. I've already been looking for the first preseason game tickets. It's like $60 for nosebleed seats. 60 $68. $68. Yeah. So, uh, mm. and uh, it should be fun watching Bedard on the ice in the Hawks jersey. And, uh, yeah, so the second overall pick was a shocker. In our mock draft, we had the Anaheim Ducks taking Adam Fentilli for the second overall pick. And Anaheim actually took Leo Carlson, who we had going third overall to the Columbus Blue Jackets. He actually went second overall to the Anaheim Ducks. And I was looking at the Anaheim Ducks Instagram page last night. And uh, their fans were not too happy about that pick, taking Leo Carlson over Adam Fantilli. I mean, if I was Anaheim a fan, I'd be very upset about that too. But Leo Carlson still isn't a bad player, but mm-hmm. I mean he's a center, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be upset about having Leo Carlson either from the Swedish Hockey League. He, you know, a lot of Swedish players going in this yeah. first round, so you know, I mean, it is a bit of a shocker. But then, of course, the Columbus Blue Jackets picked so, up on, picked uh,
1: on Adam
0: Fantilli as you know we saw that coming after Anaheim picked Leo Carlson second overall. Fourth overall pick, San Jose picked Will Smith. We got that one right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, we got that one right. San Jose, fourth overall, Will Smith. Fifth overall, the Montreal Canadiens. They picked David Reinbacker. We said they were going to take Mitch Gov, but they did not take him fifth overall, which I think they should have.
1: Did, did you see the uh The Carey, the Carey Price, Price? Yeah. that was embarrassing. Yes, no, that was kind of... At,
0: I don't think... That will haunt that man's (laughs) draft pick forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine? You're in the NHL draft, and then you have Carey Price, one of the most legendary goalies in NHL history. Mm -hmm. And he goes up on the stage and says, David, and then just stops talking. I mean, that is absolutely embarrassing. I would hate for that to happen to me, but I don't know if they thought that was funny or something, but it wasn't very funny. So, uh, yeah, that was a bit uncalled for. Sixth overall in our mock draft, we had David Ryanbacker being taken, but Montreal Canadiens picked him. For the fifth overall pick, Arizona Coyotes took Dimitri Simishev. What are you doing, Arizona?
1: Yeah, Arizona's kind of always been that one team that's just...
0: He was ranked. Twentieth overall, twentieth, and ESPN's mock draft, Mm-mm. and the Arizona Coyotes took Dmitri Semichev sixth overall, first pick, in their <laughs> draft. Their first pick, they took a twenty overall player, twenty projected player. What
1: position does he play? I
0: don't. I've I never even heard of the guy until I after. Wow. Got I think he plays. Is it defenseman.
1: Does it have a D? Yeah, it's defenseman. Okay, it's defenseman. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, yeah, um, it'll it's really be interesting kind of going back to the Blackhawks because they have eight draft picks. Well, now no, six draft picks. They have a lot
0: in the fourth round, though, Uh, today.
1: Yeah, they do have a lot in the fourth round. I think round. we have two-third,
0: like four-fourth, something yeah. like that.
1: Do we have any second? I think we have some second-rounders, right?
0: Oh, yeah, we do. Um,
1: I actually do have a list
0: of our draft picks right here on my phone. I can
1: I can probably pull. I up think it's we had six. we had a
0: we had the first overall, the nineteenth overall, and those were the two first rounders. In the second round, we have the thirty-fifth overall, the forty-fourth overall, the fifty-first overall, the fifty-fifth overall, and then in the third round, we have the sixty-seventh overall, the ninety-third overall. In the fourth round, we have the ninety-ninth overall. In the fifth round, we have the hundred and thirty-first overall. And then finally, our last pick in the seventh round is the 195th. It's 11 pick. picks.
1: Yeah, I heard that there are some bright spots in the second round, too, right?
0: Yeah, there is quite a few good players coming up next in this uh, uh, second half of the draft today. Yeah. Um. Now to the seventh overall pick Philadelphia picked Mitch Gov. I had in the mock draft Ryan Leonard,
1: but. uh. Washington Pick. picked that up, right? Ryan Leonard? Washington picked Ryan Leonard. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. they did. They picked
0: Ryan Leonard. But no, I had Mitch Goff going way higher. I thought I had him
1: being a top five. Um, yeah. Well, if one of her is that Mitch Coff is like not the greatest guy or the greatest teammate in the locker room.
0: You know, I, I guess that would play a big factor because if you don't have chemistry in the team, you're a great player.
1: I mean, look at Connor McDavid great player he's hard to play with yeah but McDavid david isn't that he's not a bad guy though. no, no he's he's not like he's not a mitch Cough, or he's not like a you know a bad guy in the locker room
0: yeah I, it's just I, his
1: his greatness level is yeah way higher than the rest of the
0: edmonton oilers yeah uh eighth overall as we just said uh the caps took ryan leonard uh, I think that was a smart move for them because the Capitals definitely need some new young talent on their roster. Ah, uh, they got a pretty old team. Looking at it, we got um, Alexander Ovechkin, you got Oshie, you got um, Tom Wilson. I mean, you just got. I mean, these players are getting up there in age, so
1: uh, I don't. See... Yeah, for, for for Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I'm a Capitals fan. Uh, they're one of my favorite teams i've I've watched the 2018 Seneca final it's just like i don't know what they're gonna do after all those guys are gone i mean i i mean they do have dylan strong i guess you could say they have a bright they have a couple prospects in there that you know can show greatness but i think ovechkin i I don't know what the capital's plan is after ovechkin
0: yeah you know they have him for what three more years now four more years
1: like, it's not bad to have a Mexican, but you gotta have a plan, you know, when when he's gone. Huh. Right. So
0: I think uh the Capitals will be out of playoffs for the next few years. Yeah. I don't I don't see them being very good anytime soon. I say probably five or so years they'll be getting yeah. back in the swing of things. But that's what happens when you get a team like that. You have a lot of talent in their heyday and now they just haven't started rebuilding or anything yet. Mm-hmm. Ninth overall pick, I said Detroit was going to pick Matthew Wood, and I couldn't have been more wrong. He went 15th overall. Matthew Wood. To mm-hmm. the Nashville Predators, their first pick. He went 15th overall. The Detroit Red Wings took Nate Samuelson ninth overall. I'm not going to comment on that too much because, I mean, look at Steve Eiserman going back to episode one we had here. He picked Maurice Sider in 2019, and he won the Calder Trophy. And yeah. then back in twenty, anything can happen
1: now. Right, really. back
0: in twenty fifteen, he picked up uh Braden Point in the draft. So I mean, I'm not gonna down this Nate Samuelson guy yet. I want to see how his talent level is. Obviously, he's not gonna win the Calder. I think we all know that. it's Gonna be Connor Bedard.
1: Yeah, wasn't this draft held in uh Bridgestone, Brid- uh, Bridgestone, Bridgestone Arena? Arena? Yeah. yeah, I've I've been to Nashville. Uh, for, for uh, I've seen Bridgestone Arena. I didn't go inside, but I. Way around the U.S.A. It's a good stadium. It looked like a very nice stadium. I had a friend, uh,
0: at the draft yesterday.
1: Oh, really? And
0: he actually got three. He got two signed pucks, and one signed magazine, all from Connor Bedard before he was drafted. When he was doing like media and stuff. I'm,
1: I'm selling one of those. Yeah. But, but I mean, him, I'm selling one of those. Uh, you said three things, right? Yeah. Okay, so I probably sell two of them, and then I. I uh, think I would only sell one puck. Yeah.
0: Jack, if you're listening, that one puck you should just give to me. Uh, so yeah, and then, then, uh, tenth overall pick, St. Louis Blues pick up the Libor Dvorsky. Boo. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy Boo. seems impressive in the Swedish junior. He played in the World Juniors for Sweden. He had 21 points in 10 games. So I mean, the guy seems pretty good going for tenth overall. Uh, I don't think he'll make a huge impact on St. Louis. I think it's hard enough just uh, getting to know the fact you're going to St. Louis. I would not be too happy. Uh, But no, all jokes aside, this guy does have some pretty impressive stats. I I am excited to see him playing in the NHL, not necessarily for St. Louis, but I am excited to see what this guy brings to the table for NHL-wise and see if, his world junior stats or anything like NHL this year. So uh yeah, those were the top ten picks uh comparison. Our mock draft said that Tom Willander would have been for St. Louis. I am pretty sure Tom Willander went He went eleven thir- to the Canucks. Yeah. I was about to say, I was about to Vancouver, say eleven th- to thirteen
1: Vancouver this year was been a joke. With like with the whole thing with the coaching staff and yeah. J T. Miller antics on and off the ice, I just Vancouver is just a, a bad place to play right now, and they almost burned down their city in 2011. So I mean, well, I, I mean, mm.
0: I would never find myself being a Canucks fan. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks also made another great move by picking Oliver Moore,
1: center. Yeah, yeah. I, so two centers. Um, I th-
0: I think they Would put him at his secondary position.
1: I I didn't know anything about Oliver Moore until like a lot of people were saying this is a really good pick, you know, keep the guy. Um, my friend, we were watching the draft yesterday, he was saying he wanted a guy named uh, I'm trying to where Andrew Crystal, a, okay, a left yeah, w- yeah. He wanted that guy, it was he's a left winger, yeah. Um, uh, but I guess we picked Oliver Moore, but I mean, honestly, anything that's going to really help Bedard in the near in the near future. I, yeah, I mean, I don't
0: see Bedard and Oliver Moore being on the same line anytime soon. I think no. Oliver Moore would probably end up being a second-line center. Yeah. Uh, obviously, put Bedzy on the first line. Bedzy. <laughs> obviously, put Connor Bedard on the first line. But I would definitely uh, keep Oliver Moore in that picture, and then eventually, if he just... If he really proves himself and he can, if he shows that he can place more than just center, if we get to it, I would put him at a secondary wing position and put him and Bedard on the same line. Uh, yeah, so that was our comparison to the actual draft. I'd say we were pretty close with, uh, the top five or so picks. Top, oh, yeah. Uh, Detroit actually not yeah, Detroit picked up on Alex and Dean Palika, who I thought was gonna go to the Caps eighth overall, and I was wrong about that. He ended up going uh nineteenth no, not nineteenth, seventeenth overall to Detroit. Uh that is almost ten more picks than I thought he would have gone by. Hmm.
1: Yeah, a lot of questionable, questionable picks in this draft. You know, uh, one, probably the biggest one is—two biggest ones are from Anaheim and Arizona. Like, I don't know why you pick a guy—for Arizona, I don't know why you pick, pick a guy that was ranked 20 overall. And, uh, you know, for Anaheim, I don't know why you uh, passed it up on uh, Adam Fontilly.
0: Yeah, I mean— Anaheim still ended up picking up on
1: Leo Carlson. Leo Carlson. And I know they have like Trevor Ziegris and Mason McTavish. Is that his name, Mason McTavish? Yes. Mason McTavish. So I again they have a lot of bright spots and Troy Terry could still be um, pretty productive here and there. Um, but I think I I think the the move to go with Leo Carlson is very questionable and Leo Carlson he's also pretty good but. It's one of those things where I I take Adam Fontilly.
0: Yeah, I would definitely want to see Fantilli and Trevor Zegers playing together, but I still think him and Leo Carlson will get some uh some good uh chemistry rolling. Two young great hockey players. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm 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 just excited to see all these new players in the NHL next year. It really is a whole new generation of hockey coming up now. Because you have all these great players entering it the draft means we're getting old. Yeah, it does mean we're getting old. I mean, I have a brother who's turning six, and uh, I I told him I'm like, you know, I grew up with the Patrick Kane, Jonathan Tays, Duncan, Te- Dun- Duncan, Duncan Teeth, Duncan Teeth, Duncan Keith, uh, Brent Seabrook. Uh, it's just this whole powerhouse of a Blackhawks team, and from the looks of it, the Hawks are gonna when he's about seven or eight years old, the Hawks are going to be, hopefully, playoff contenders again. With, yeah. Um, with Oliver Moore and Bedard, and that's just uh, a start to the rebuild. And that's a uh, fantastic start.
1: Yeah, I think for the Blackhawks, so who are you signing like, in the near future for a, 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 a number two player on the uh, Blackhawks? Personally, I would go back and re-sign Max Domi after we is yeah, traded on but, the Dallas. Well, Domi's a role player to me. But like, I think, like, would you take a look at Tate Thompson? Would you take a look at Cole Caulfield?
0: I would look at uh Ryan O'Reilly. Right. because Yeah,
1: the, well, the, the, that'd be a guy I would sign now. I, I'm talking about, like, three years from now. Oh. Like, um, when, when Medard's, like, really good. When he's heating up a lot. Yeah, and then, like, he, he needs, like, a kind of like the, that that second man um, I, beside him. I Like, maybe go inside of Tate Thompson or Cole Caulfield. Yeah, or um, um, or maybe bring back Alex DeBrinket.
0: Um, in three years, I don't think DeBrinket will be in the picture for Chicago being resigned.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I I'm not sure if Cole Caulfield would sign with Chicago.
1: I think yeah, he he stuck with them for eight years.
0: yeah, Yeah, you know, and Montreal doesn't seem to be uh making any. Very serious adjustments to their team to improve anything. So if I'm Cole Caulfield, you know I'm a little upset that I'm here for the ne- for the next of I mean, every years. Yeah. And, I mean,
1: ever since Bedard's been drafted, he, people like there have been players that would like to go to Chicago to play with Bedard.
0: Oh, I'm sure there's a handful of great yeah. players who would love to come to Chicago and play with Connor Bedard. But uh, you know, I just don't think Caulfield's in that picture. Um, I do think that Tage Thompson would. Yeah. How how much longer is Tage Thompson on his contract? So in Buffalo? he
1: signed a seven year deal with them, but I but they're paying him only seven million, seven million guaranteed, like each year they're paying him seven million. Um, he can
0: still ask for a release, though they can trade his contract
1: over. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it here. Tage Thompson signed a seven-year, forty-nine million-dollar contract with the Buffalo Sabres, including a two-thousand-dollar signing bonus. Um, I think an, a- an annual average sa- salary of seven million. Now, was Tage Thompson on the trade block for
0: Buffalo this year?
1: I do not think so. But uh, I was wrong. Not two. Not two thousand. guaranteed, two million guaranteed. I said it said two thousand. Who was? Uh, but you know, it, it's
0: still up to Buffalo. They still could trade him, even though he has yeah. signed the contract. And I think if, uh, Tate Thompson were to want to be traded, he would, uh, either go to a team like Vegas, Florida,
1: um, mm. maybe even
0: Toronto. I mean, Toronto. Toronto
1: probably sounds more reasonable. But it, well, it says that he will become an unrestricted unrestricted free agent. At the end of the 2029-2030 20, 30, 30 season when he is 32 years old.
0: So, yeah, if, I, if I'm Tate Thompson, I'm definitely wanting out of Buffalo in the next few years because, I mean, let's face it, but, Buffalo's I, but, not going to heat up anytime soon.
1: You never know, man. Like I, I think Buffalo, they have a couple guys on the team that I really, really like. And uh, Do they have Dylan Cousins on that team? Or uh, No, he's on... Um, Dylan Cousins. Isn't he on Florida? He might
0: be. Yeah, he is. He scored the. Uh, oh. He scored oh, the yeah. series winner against Toronto. Oh yeah. Toronto. Against yeah. Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now if I'm guys like Tate, I mean, look at what Jack Eichel did. He he's got so fed up of Buffalo, and he went to Vegas and went on to win a cup. So really, I think.
1: Wait, it, no, I think he does play for the. the that was Nick Cousins. Part. Nick Cousins. That was Nick Cousins. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, Dylan Cousins plays for Buffalo. Nick Cousins was the the player that that scored the overtime goal against Toronto um, Yeah, uh, Dylan Cousins we actually could have taken him a couple of years ago in the the With the third overall pick but we decided to take Kirby Doc, who is now with with the Montreal Canadiens
0: Yeah, I mean we really kind of uh We didn't really we weren't really fair to Kirby Doc. Mmm, I, I don't think Kirby Doc
1: really tried his best with us.
0: Well, he also broke his wrist in the World Juniors, though. And I feel like that really put a stump in his game. And, uh, I mean, that's very unfortunate for a player to not even have it break, like, later in their career after they've accomplished so much. And I feel like Kirby Dogg just kind of hasn't been the same player he was yeah. since that injury.
1: Hey, how about this for Conrad? Dar His first game in the NHL will be against Sidney Crosby.
0: First regular season game first, will first be, regular season game, be yeah. against Sidney Crosby. Uh, yeah, that's that's great for him because if you watched the draft yesterday and you're listening to this, you know that Connor Bedard did say that Sidney Crosby was his favorite player growing up. Just kinda, was just kind of, it just kind of tells you how uh, young this draft class is, or just how much older we're getting now because a lot of people my age their favorite player growing up was you know Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, Patty Kane. All the uh, Steven Stamkos players like that, and now this, diff- this draft class is like every like their favorite players because yeah. they're only. I mean, think about it. Connor Bedard's only two years older than I am. I mean,
1: yeah, he's a he's only
0: a month older than I am. I mean, yeah, that is that's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. We're of that age now where people who are coming into the league are almost our age, so. I mean, it just okay, it makes me feel useless it, it, <laughs> it does. it's kind of wild to think about. But, uh, no, I mean, it's exciting for Bedard to be playing against his favorite player in his first game. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the motions are going to be going for him for sure. Um, mm. I'm excited for his first preseason game against the St. Louis Blues because, well, you know, I feel about St. Louis. Every, and,
1: every Hawks fan is on like St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: I mean, I'm excited for that game. Um I'm also excited. I'm I know we're gonna see a lot of good from Connor Bedard this year. Yeah. I'm really excited to see Oliver Moore, really. Yeah. Because this is a guy who didn't have too much uh light shine upon him coming into this draft. He wasn't very uh acknowledged as much as like people like Leo Carlson, Adam Fantilli, mm-hmm. Connor Bedard. Uh yeah, so I think Oliver Moore has a lot to prove this upcoming season. I think him and Bedard will get off on a great start. I mean, I've seen photos of them taken together already. So,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, if I'm Oliver Moore, I'm excited, obviously, being drafted to the NHL. But I'm also very excited to get the chance to play with Connor Bedard on the same team as him. I mean, that is just absolutely amazing for the guy. Uh, I'm yeah.
1: really happy for him. I feel like the Blackhawks could either play New Jersey Devils or a Minnesota Wild because I feel like when the Wild when they got Kaprizov, like, like before they got Kaprizov, they were in a very good team. They're missing the playoffs, and you know they they were inconsistent. But then when they got Kaprizov, they made the playoffs. Um, obviously, they got they got knocked out, and they had not made past the second round since 20s, 17, 16, somewhere around that area. Yeah, uh, or t- twenty fifteen. I remember that, but like, um, and on the devil side, you know, Bedard could you know go into the league, you know, his first season, not play well because Jack Hughes when he when he was entered into the league, people thought he was gonna be like the next Patrick Kane, but he only ended up having what nine points, and then he started to grow and grow, and then and all of a sudden he's a star. So I think for Bedard. You know it, it may take him a while for him to you know fully gel you know I mean he is only seventeen years old yeah um taking a look
0: here at the second round of the NHL playoffs uh, I'm looking at who all has picks I'm seeing Chicago's got three this upcoming round three second round picks uh one two three yeah uh Detroit has three, two of them, which are back-to-back, the ninth and 10th overall pick, which is exciting for Detroit, getting back-to-back picks there. Uh, Anaheim has the first overall this round. Columbus has the second. Chicago has the third. San Jose has the fourth. The Tampa Bay Lightning have the fifth. The Arizona Coyotes have the 6th. The Buffalo Sabres have the 7th. The Washington Capitals have the 8th. Detroit Red Wings have the 9th and the 10th. The Nashville Predators has the 11th. The Chicago Blackhawks have the 12th. The Buffalo Sabres again have the 13th. The Predators are back again with the 14th. Detroit once more with the 15th. Calgary Flames with the 16th. New York Islanders with the 17th. The Seattle Kraken with the 18th. The Philadelphia Flyers with the 19th. And the Kraken again with the 20th. The Minnesota Wilds with the 21st. The Los Angeles Kings have the 22nd. The Chicago Blackhawks have another pick, and there's the 23rd overall pick. The Edmonton Oilers have the 24th overall pick. The uh, Seattle Kraken have the 25th pick in the second round. The New Jersey Devils have the 26th pick. The uh Anaheim Ducks have the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. The Dallas Stars have the 29th. The Carolina Hurricanes have the thirtieth. The Florida Panthers have the thirty-first and the Minnesota Wilds have the thirty second. Um I am so I know Chicago has pretty much set their team now for like this draft. Like the excitement's yeah. kind of calmed down now. But now, me as a Detroit fan, I'm really looking forward to this upcoming second round. You're a Detroit fan? Yeah, my dad's from Detroit, so I kind of oh. grew up. I was, so, a, I was, I've been a Detroit fan longer than I've been a Hawks fan.
1: Oh, so is Detroit, like your favorite team?
0: Detroit and Chicago, it's like picking a favorite child. Like, hmm. it's between those two. If they're playing each other, I think I would go with Chicago. I always have. Me and my dad actually went to a Detroit Chicago game one time, and I did uh, cheer for Chicago. That was actually my first game, Detroit versus Chicago. Um, they, I think Chicago lost like eight zero, in like I don't know twenty eighteen. I went to one. The Hawks played Detroit in the preseason, and they lost eight to six.
1: A high scoring game. My right? my my uh first game it was the year they won was twenty fifteen. Uh, it was against the Vancouver Canucks. Um, I don't think I don't think Kane was playing then. Um, well, uh-huh. I don't think he was playing that game. We won three to one. I remember like the crowd was uh, like "Crawford, Crawford" or or uh, Cor- I, I forgot like what they were chanting, but they, they were chanting Corey Crawford a lot.
0: Yeah, they did like to get in that guy's head a lot.
1: No, we we were in Chicago, so
0: they were chanting. Oh, yeah. Okay, huh? uh, who was it then that were playing Crawford? We had Crawford in that, and they were like chanting his name after he led in like two back to back goals, like the other. Nashville, most... I think Nashville. I think when they Nashville swept easier. us, yeah. I that's I hate Nashville now.
1: No, you hate Nashville because they're fans.
0: Right? Yeah, there's a like, same reason I hate Toronto. It's their fans mm, and Tr- Toronto. and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and pretty much everyone on their roster. <laughs> Only person I like is uh, Brendan Shanahan, who uh, works. With management on that team. Detroit Red Wings legend. Hmm. Only guy I have respect for on that team. Hmm. Um. My first... Because when I was younger, I would go to a lot of like Chicago Wolves games. A lot of oh. those AHL games.
1: I've only been, I've only been, I've only been to two. <coughs> I've been to a lot of those Wolves games. Those are yeah. exciting.
0: Those are exciting. Uh, no, my first ever... NHL game was a Hawks game in 2017. They were playing the Edmonton Oilers so Connor McDavid was not even Connor McDavid yet. Uh, Was he injured that year? Or is he... No, I I think he was playing. I don't remember exactly but I'm pretty sure he was playing. But uh, no, um, it was a great game because Jonathan Tays scored the game and tied the game like the last minute took it into OT and then Tays scored again in OT. Hm. So that was a fun one. Yeah. Um first game they won. I, I swear I have terrible luck going to Chicago sports games
1: though. I have I have pretty good luck with the the Blackhawks. Uh, I went to United Center four times and went I went three and one. I won three all three Blackhawks games and then went to a Bulls game and I lost that one. I've been to only one
0: Hawks game where they have won. Hmm. I have never yeah. seen the Cubs win. I have seen the White Sox win, I'd say, probably a few times.
1: Yeah. I've been to three White Sox games already this year. Um,
0: Yeah, I think I've seen them win a few times. I've never been to a Bears game. I'm going this year. Neither
1: really? I have I. I've never been to and
0: a I have Bears game. You guys have
1: never been to a Bears game? No. Wow. I Wow. Mean, they
0: are expensive. I had the opportunity to go to a Bulls game when I was younger. But we were supposed to have family. Get this, we we're supposed to have family pictures, and my dad's coworker calls him saying, "You know, we can't make it to the Bulls game tonight. We'll send you the tickets." And he's like, "Uh, yeah, it sounds good." My mom's like, "No, you can't. We have family pictures." Photographer never showed up oh. to the house. Come missed the opportunity to go to the Bulls game. So, uh, you know, just <laughs> have to make it up this year know, because if you if you guys don't know this i listening but i did just have knee surgery so this is giving yeah. me this year a lot of opportunity to go to games and stuff that i haven't been to before and hopefully see some more wins out of these sports teams so you know that's exciting that i get to go to both of those this year i think i have the best luck with the white Sox because when they used to be god awful like during the rebuild every game i went to they won Every oh, game. That's, that's nice. Yeah, but I have went to one in I went to one in their best season in twenty twenty one and they lost. So is that the season it. they lost like ten to one in game four? That's right against Houston? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. But. I remember watching that game. That was brutal.
1: Do you, so going back to the, to the Blackhawks, um, is there anybody over the off season other than Ryan O'Reilly uh do you sign?
0: Um, so, mainly, I'm seeing Ryan O'Reilly right now as a very high interest mm-hmm. for the Hawks. Because, I mean, Ryan O'Reilly, take a look at his uh, performance in Toronto this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he did he great did, in the playoffs. He
0: did really good with, with uh, Toronto.
1: And St. Louis, I mean, he won a couple of... Uh, he did win in 2019. 2019. He did. Dark Days in Chicago.
0: Um if I'm Chicago, I am picking up on Ryan O'Reilly. Um I'm taking a look possibly at Eric Johnson from the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Well, he he's he's pretty old, right? Eric Johnson. He's a little bit older, but you know, I think yeah. he still has some performance left in him. Um I'm I'm not seeing too much Great players in this free agency. I mean, maybe. There's just a lot of math players. Like, Taylor Hall's a math player. I mean, that we got. if I'm Boston and I'm not. If I'm Chicago and Boston's not re signing Tyler Bertuzzi, I can see the Hawks picking up on him. But, uh, you know, since they did trade um, Taylor Hall and Nick Falingo to now, Chicago. I don't
1: think that's going to happen. I mean, I don't think they're going to re I don't think the Blackhawks are going to go. I do get tired of and if they, even if they wanted to, I don't think I don't Boston's think, Boston's not gonna want them.
0: No, and that'd just be throwing too much
1: money for some— Yeah, because you still gotta pay Seth Jones all that money. Yeah, which is a ridiculous contract. Well, yeah. can't can't get mad at the Hawks now because Stan Bowman's not
0: there. Trevor Zegers is technically a free agent this year, but I I am a hundred percent Trevor positive. Zegers. He is a free agent this year, and I'm 100 percent positive Anaheim will resign him.
1: Oh yeah, obviously. I mean, I mean, who's gonna help out Leo Carlson? Huh? Um, other than Mason McTavish, but come on. Now,
0: huh? Ryan Reeves is a free agent, but I don't think any team is gonna him. pick up.
1: On I, him. I would, I would totally. You say would him. sign I would, Ryan Reeves. I, I love Ryan Reeves. I don't think he. So. He, well, he, he he's not a great player. I'm like he's not, he's not a goal scorer or a star, but he's he's an energy guy. Like, you oh, know, oh boy,
0: what Phil Castle free
1: agent. Nah, I think the Hawks nah, should hit. I, uh, I don't want <laughs> Phil Kessel, God. man. He, no. he
0: needs to hang up the laces. Didn't even
1: play. No, but Phil Kessel, one, is not really that good of a player anymore. And he two, did, he
0: didn't even win the Stanley Cup this year. He
1: was on the cup winning team, but he did not win the cup. And two, um, he should, I heard he's not the best teammate either when he was with Toronto.
0: Oh, I wouldn't be too happy being in Toronto either, so
1: yeah, I don't but, blame him. You, know, you don't have to pull up P.K. Subban and fight, what, five guys on his team? Yeah. I mean, Brendan Gallander. Um, yeah, but who? Uh, I don't really have any anybody else that really signed. There's not a lot of players here that I, I look at and say, I want to sign that guy. I mean, guy. Gustafson <laughs>
0: is a free agent this year from Toronto as well.
1: Eric Guth- Yeah. Eric? No, I don't want to resign sign Gustafson. Gustafson cannot play defense, and he he can score, but he can't play defense.
0: It'd be one I'd be looking at as a last resort type of sign, but I mean, I
1: I think I would consider signing Gustafson. Yeah, but he could, I don't know, I I don't, I don't do it. I, I honestly, if I'm the Blackhawks right now, I'm just kind of throwing out all my draft picks and prospects and young guys, and I'm uh, bringing up Kevin Korzynski and uh, uh, Colton Dock. or is that his name, Colton Duck? Yes Colton Doc and uh, frank uh Nazar is that his name um uh, i I don't know yeah so, yes the i I just get Bedard some chemistry with some of these guys uh Eric Stahl is i hope he retires yeah the, I mean, there's he, three Stahl brothers that's crazy Mark I mean, Stahl, he Jordan drafted, Stahl. he was
0: drafted he was drafted in o three the guy's old. I don't see Florida re-signing him. I mean, it's just the way it is. He's, you know, you don't get... Mark Stahl is also now a free agent. 38 is crazy to still be playing hockey. Yeah, I mean, all of these brothers are getting up there and old. All right, true. so... so... Uh, James Van Reemsdijk is also a free agent, but I don't see Chicago, at least, picking him up. All right, so Ekwin w- Larson oh. from Vancouver. I could actually, I wouldn't
1: mind picking him up. Ekwin Larson, Wait, did did he play for us? L. <coughs> he hey, his name sounds so familiar. Not that I don't, not that I recall.
0: I don't. I'm almost positive. Uh, Back to right, he should definitely retire.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, one more thing before we wrap things up here. Um, how many wins, uh, do you, do we have the Whitehawks having this year?
0: Um that's a hard one.
1: I press a couple a couple more things and one more thing. I mean
0: You'd really think about this though, because the Hawks only really are getting a few good players right now. Yeah. We're still not that uh big Blackhawks team of last year. Like not last year, but like we were a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So last year, looking at it, the Hawks were twenty six and forty nine. I think it'll be a little bit higher. I want to say the Hawks will probably be
1: thirty wins, maybe.
0: I could probably see the Hawks going like thirty seven and thirty eight. Okay, kind of breaking even a little bit. Yeah, I'm expecting some not like not massive change but definitely some pretty good changes yeah well
1: they're they're going to be competitive this year yeah so i can see them
0: kind of breaking even with their record maybe one more win or one more loss but
1: or easier that they're probably going to want to get in our top five pick uh henry what are your thoughts on how many wins
0: well i was going to say aim for 35 wins i feel like that could be realistic but well also think about it this way though do you want to kind of start becoming that playoff team now start building up now or if you're the hawks if you're kyle davidson do you tank this season as well and um, try to no. get the first well overall next so year?
1: well you know it it wouldn't both options aren't that bad but like i don't want to you know sit down badar just to go out and get another top five pick and then but they're heading to year two with 15 games under his belt. You, you don't want that. You want you want, you want the dart to play. You want Petrarch to get some experience. And if you make a if you make a run in the playoffs, you make a run in the playoffs. You know there are a ton of upsets. I mean, look what happened with Florida this year. Um, you know what they're the, what the worst team coming into the playoffs, or maybe they're maybe they're above the Islanders, but um, I think they were you, you above just,
0: Carolina as well. Florida, yeah.
1: No, like, when they when the playoffs began. Yeah, they were, they, they might have been the worst coming in the playoffs. Yeah. Because what, what, they were going, going against the best. Yeah, like, going yeah. into the playoffs, you know, yeah, that makes sense. So, I think for the Hawks, it's just, like, it's just throwing Bedard and a couple of guys, that, like, Lucas Ryko, I Ibram, Kevin Korzynski up. You know, just, just some of these young guys, and just let, let them gel a little bit. Let, let them get some experience. Well, I think they should see how the first twenty games go, and then yeah. try to make a
0: decision on where they're gonna go.
1: Either set them down or yeah, yeah, then bring Mecca up for a little bit more.
0: Yeah, um, maybe if they're like five hundred through the first uh twenty games, ten and ten, then you try to make a push or yeah, but a good solid you know, record. But eight and twelve,
1: seven and thirteen, something like that. I, I would still take. That. Um, it really has to be a really bad record for me to say. listen listen no. Yeah, it, like five
0: and fifteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think five or less wins in the first twenty games, but you know, if I'm the Hawks regardless, I'm still trying to make a push for it. Um because it would be kind of a wasteful for Bedard this season to not go to his full potential. Uh I do have a question for you guys on Bedard for rookie season stats wise. Do you think Bedard will pass T. Mussolini in most rookie points with 72?
1: I have never heard of T. Mussolini.
0: You've never heard of T. Mussolini? No. He had played with the Anaheim Ducks, Colorado Avalanche. Well, regardless, he had 72 points in his rookie season. And it's the highest recorded in NHL history.
1: Yeah, I think Bedard can't, I think he has the potential too. I'm not going to say like, He's gonna do this, and I mean, I'm always like to say, okay, you know, I need proof. That I
0: he's I disagree. I do not think he is going to even get close to seventy-two points for his rookie season. I
1: might say top would be
0: fifty points. Could that be? I could see. I don't
1: think he's gonna break a record, one, yeah. but I can see him possibly being rookie of the year. Oh yeah, he'll win Calder. He, I think he'll win Calder. Yeah. but I
0: just don't think he has a yeah. strong enough team to no. be. Oh no no. Yeah, uh, to break that 72. I
1: mean, unless, unless Lucas Reichel and Taylor Radish are, you know, phenomenal. I, I like Taylor Radish and Lucas Reichel. I'm,
0: a, I'm excited to see uh, Radish, Reichel, Moore, and Bedard yeah together.
1: That, that's, a, that's a young, solid
0: that core. That is a young core for the yeah. Hawks right now. And then Caleb Jones, even he's still pretty young. But uh,
1: I, I heard Caleb Jones is, is going to be a restricted free agent by July. Oh really? Or, or or something like that. Right, I'll 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 like check that right now. Um, but yeah, Caleb Jones is pretty young. No one's yeah, he's gonna be heading. He's Caleb Jones heading to free agency. It, it I didn't say when, but it it just says he's heading to free agency. I
0: think that is a uh, re-sign for the Hawks.
1: Yeah. Uh, I th- well, I think the offensive side. So uh, Jared is still on the, on the team, right? Who Jared Tenorti. I have no idea. Yeah, there, there are a lot of Hawks um defensemen that I kind of liked, and should look at another position like uh. What goalie. is what is uh Connor Murphy's
0: contract looking like?
1: Uh how he's, much? He's how much longer? I, uh, Connor Murphy contract. I don't think we have it for that long. There we go. Oh. Connor Murphy signed a four-year deal, seventeen million dollars contract with the Blackhawks, August thirty-first, twenty twenty-one. So we probably got what two more years? Yeah, Yeah. a year or two. Two more, yeah. So you know, kind of the Taylor Hall signing. But um, so we have Murphy, we have Murphy and Taylor Hall for two years. Okay. I
0: you know what I am actually. I'm excited for the team we have right now. Yeah, me too. I think this will be a a solid team. It won't be an outstanding team, but from what I'm seeing roster-wise, I don't know if it'll relate well to actual when it comes season time. I mean, there could be a lot of changes in the roster from now and then, but this roster we have now, if I'm Kyle Davidson, I don't think I'm making too many moves. I think I'm – I don't know. I
1: yeah, you, you just want to grow. You don't want to put any more into the, right. the it, fire it, right now. Yeah. Um
0: if I'm Kyle Davidson, I don't think I'm trading for picks right
1: now. No. I maybe I may maybe just get a couple of role players, you know, like like Max Domi, like yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. I, I mean,
0: if we needed a role playing type player, I don't yeah. think we would need to trade up for draft picks or we could just re-sign Max Domi in free agency. Yeah. But um keep your picks. Yeah, definitely keep the picks because I'm I'm liking how many picks we have right now. I don't think I don't think we need any more picks. We had 11 picks in the 2023 draft.
1: Oh, yeah, you can't miss on all of them. A Couple might have right. gotta be hits. I think we have I think we have eight. No, seven, we had 11. 11. We
0: all oh, from the <laughs> start more. of the draft. Yeah, nine more. Oh, Bef- before the draft started, we had 11 picks. Oh, I'm saying in total we had 11 picks.
1: Oh, I know we have like 14 picks in the next three drafts. That's what I heard, right?
0: That means we don't have a lot of picks in the next few then.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't, I don't know. We'll, well, we'll just see how everything pans out for Chicago. I have a lot of excitement for this upcoming season. Yeah. Um, A lot of great rookies coming into the NHL. I'm excited to see their performance. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think... This is going to be a very new scene for the NHL. Yeah. It's a new, be a a new new, gener-
1: new generation.
0: Yeah, it should be fun hockey year, um, just in terms of inviting the new talent into this, mm-hmm. into this yeah. year. Did you guys see Will Smith's interview after he got drafted? I did not. I did not either. <clears throat> I feel bad for the guy. What do you what do? You the do? first thing they asked him to do is sing the uh, – theme song to Fresh Prince of Bella. Oh, come on. (laughs) Right after being drafted, that's the first thing they ask him. Oh, man. I I couldn't imagine doing that right after I got drafted. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.